You're listening to the Casting for Fun podcast, the show that talks about entertainment, sports, music, and inspirational stories for all to enjoy. We're glad you could join us today. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, here is your host, Albert Pineda. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Casting for Fun podcast. I am your host, Albert Pineda, and this week's episode is for Friday, October 6, 2023. Uh, thank you for your patience uh, for this week's episode. Uh, yeah, as if you're a longtime listener, you know that I usually do episodes on Wednesday, uh, but I wanted to <clears throat> uh, do this episode because I really wanted to take the opportunity to talk tech stuff. As I've mentioned before on the show a few weeks ago, I recently picked up the Google Pixel 7 phone and just shortly after buying the phone realized, oh, by the way, or heard that Google was doing a special event called Made by Google where they're going to be talking about their new hardware uh, and software and, and new phones, and particularly the Google Pixel 8. Uh, so I thought it'd be a really cool concept to, to talk tech on the Casting for Fun podcast since I don't really te- talk tech enough. And to do so, I mean, the best person to probably ask would be my good friend Nick Turner, who's been on the show many, many times as he's uh, a big fan of Google phones, you know, has a lot to say and offer opinion-wise about Google, about tech stuff. So it's a fun conversation for Nick and I to have. In fact, it's conversations that we've had many times over the years as uh, Nick's been one of the the first to actually really embrace and use Google uh, phones and services. So I hope that you find this episode informative and that it's entertaining and fun for you. And for any uh, recommendations about tech stuff or tech topics that we should cover on the podcast, please let me know because I'm always interested in learning more about tech. I mean, tech's a really awesome concept to discuss and talk about and engage with because it's just fun okay so here we go this is my conversation with nick turner about the the made by google event that just took place uh this past week so returning to the show it's nick turner nick how are you doing tonight Good, good. How's it going down there? It's going good. It's going good. I'm excited to talk about this uh, conversation topic. You know, it's uh, I I, I just picked up the Google 7 like an idiot, not realizing they're going to be launching a Google 8 right a few weeks later. But I'm really, really happy with this. So I'm actually just excited to to finally sit down and do an episode on the show talking tech stuff, which is a a really, really cool subject to go over. Right. Now, who'd you get it from? Uh, From T-Mobile. Okay. I wonder if you could go in and be like, I know I've heard of this happening before, where people will go in and be like, hey, you just sold me that, but there's a new one. I want the new one because you're still with, if you're within your return policy. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of, and I know some places in the past have been like, okay, we got you. We'll, we'll give you the new one at no additional cost. It could be worth a try. I mean, worst case scenario, they say no, but yeah. Yeah. If they do, uh, I mean, I'm happy with the phone I got anyway, so I probably would just keep it and then hang on to it till I guess, uh, Google, I'm sorry, to the pixel 10, right? It just seems like they're doing new ones every year. Yeah. So it's funny. So and when you asked me about this subject, I'm like, Oh man, this goes back a ways. So I don't know. Um, if you remember, but, I've been a fan of the Google phone since they came out. Oh, okay. That's actually one of the talking points I have. I don't want to cut you off. Cause I mean, I have several notes and questions I wanted to ask. Okay. Uh, so I, it's also just Google in general, but right. I originally got the Motorola droid. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my first Android phone. 
Um, I liked it for the time. Um, had some issues, but no complaints overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, so one of the issues with Android phones in the beginning, and it's still an issue for some people. Um, I eventually got Samsung's first Android phone, which was called the first original Galaxy mm-hmm. that came out in 2010. And I, I hated it. So I went ahead. Uh, do you know the name of like the really, I would say it's kind of the first Android phone for the public. Does that ring? Would you have any idea what it was called? It wasn't the droid. I could have sworn that was it. No. So that was made by Motorola. Well, okay. So, so here's how, you know, Apple was doing their thing. Yeah. You know, remember Google until the pixel didn't make their own phones. Mm-hmm. So they would partner with other companies. Yeah. Yeah. And Android was for everyone. So Motorola made their own and, uh, but they actually partnered with HTC that you never hear about anymore. Oh, uh, I, I think I do remember it's the, the Evo. Is that right? HTC Evo. No, it was the no. Nexus one. Now there's like developer phones before that, but the Nexus one was like kind of same year, 2010. Yeah. Beginning in January of 2010. Uh, and when I bought my Galaxy uh, Android phone, I hated it. And I was like, and I got it for work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I really want the Nexus. I want like the, just the plain vanilla Android because I didn't like Samsung software. Mm-hmm. Um so I have had Google phones since the Nexus one. That like, does ring a bell now to me. Yeah, I, I think I do remember that. And then actually the, the HTC Evo was my very first smartphone, which would have been the right. year after in 2011. Uh, yeah, so then Google would part, and then they partnered with Samsung to create uh, the Nexus line. Mm-hmm. So they had Nexus 1, Nexus S. The Samsung one was called the Galaxy Nexus uh, then LG made a Nexus phone. Motorola made one uh, up to like a Nexus 6 by Huawei in 2015. Mm-hmm. And so generally every other year I would get a phone. Um, and then Google started making their own phone. Now, the reason I wanted the Google phone, and this is the problem that's still around today, is you know all these years they were improving the software. And coming out with uh, you know great features, and the Android, the Google phones would get the update right away. Now this is one of the benefits of an Apple phone at the time, where when Apple came out every year with their new update, every phone got it. Uh, but like to get an update on a Samsung phone, Google would release the update, but then Samsung had to like create that for their software, and and every brand. But if you had the Nexus phone, you got the update right away. So you got all the new features. And I still remember there were times where I would be like, my software was a year and a half ahead of people whose phones they just bought, like high-end phones, but they were like three versions of Android behind. And so the reason I realized then was, hey, I just want to go with whatever phone Google's making is because I want the improvements right away. I don't have to wait. Like people would buy phones and they'd already be outdated technically mm-hmm. software wise. Um, so when they switched to the the Pixel brand, like trying to compete with Apple head on in 2016, I got the first Pixel and I've kind of done it every other year. Uh, so anyway, so I've been 
down on uh, the Google phone back to the beginning. Oh, very cool. That's that's something I do remember about uh, the time that we when we were living together in in Covina. Uh, It kind of brings me back to that era when, like, you know, tech stuff was really coming out and actually really exciting stuff, too. And, you know, obviously our our very good friend, mutual good friend, uh, Marcelo Ambriz was a huge Apple fan. So he would be big on uh, the, the Apple products. But it just seemed like lots of cool tech was coming out at the time. And what I always remember was how much you were really pushing for Google products and services like the bare minimum. Everyone should have been using uh, Gmail for further email, right. things like that, of that nature. Uh, and then you even sold me on Google Music. So, you know, I abandoned iTunes and started purchasing MP3s back when we still could through the, the, the Play Store. Uh, so the question I wanted to ask you, go, just going back a little bit, then we're going to go back to the phones, is what would be the appeal of Google as a company and all the services and products that they offer? Like today or years ago? Years ago, and then I guess uh, still today, because I mean, even to this day, you're still just a huge fan of what they offer, right? To a degree. So years ago, one, it was free. Um, you know, Apple made good products, but if you were really into the software, the software was better on Android, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, for hacking it. And like your brother, Fernando, helped me root one of my phones um, and you could load different versions on it. Um, I just like that everything syncs. So I still remember um, when I got <laughs> like our when I got that Galaxy phone. I was still working at Master Supply California Pools, and it was a company phone, and everyone else got iPhones, mm-hmm. and I was the only one that got an Android phone, and I had to go to the Orange County office to pick it up, and uh, Gary Miner was there with his new iPhone, and it was plugged in to a computer, and he was talking to someone doing work, and uh, his phone was updating, like all his contacts, he had to plug it into his his MacBook, and I was just, my phone was sitting on the desk. So I, I, I grabbed it. I powered it on and I logged into my Gmail. Meanwhile, I don't know how long his phone had been plugged in. And I just logged into my Gmail and my contacts and everything synced. And while he was still on the phone, I just started scrolling, like showing him the phone, like, look, I'm done. And so that was one of the other things I really liked at the time was, um, Apple wasn't in the cloud then. Mm-hmm. Apple, everything you had to plug in still. Um, now they don't, of course. But Apple was really behind on that. I was really sold on the cloud feature where when I switched phones, I just logged into my Gmail and my phone was the same. My emails were there. My calendar was there. My contacts were all there. Um, and I used to tell people all the time when they would add a contact to their phone, they would save it to their phone on an Android phone. I don't know if you remember this. I think I taught you this too. And I was like, no, no, no. You want to save it to your Gmail account. Like if you break your phone, you don't lose anything. Right. Cause that used to be an issue. If you broke yeah. your phone and you hadn't backed it up somewhere, or if you hadn't plugged it in recently, if it'd been six months, like the last six months of contacts or information you would lose. But on the Android phone, you just added it to your Gmail contact and the phone and it was there Wherever you went, you could log in on a tablet. You could log in on any computer on earth and everything was the same and and was there. So that for me was the big selling point at the time. Now I think like I don't trust Google as much as I used to. It seems like they're selling our information and 
you know, <laughs> doing some things I don't agree with. Uh-huh. Um, so I still like their product, but the company I I don't like as much as I used to overall. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you were telling that story about like syncing your your contacts and just having it access to, you know, to your Gmail account so that you always have it, it just kind of makes I it's funny to me that some people may still even like, you know, they have that message like new phone, who this when like, you know, you didn't have everything backed up. I, I shouldn't be an issue anymore in today's right. modern tech, but some people, I guess, still aren't doing it. <laughs> I think it's rare, um, rarer, I would say. Uh, it's still it's still people probably like our parents. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure people younger than us aren't having that problem. Yeah. Because um, they've grown up more like but it's just funny because in the phone wars, you know, so it's funny. I, I was listening to a video about the new Pixel phone. And one of the things the guy pointed out is like, you know, the Pixel phone is not going to be the best phone on the market hardware wise. But the software is going to be the it's going to be the best phone software wise. Mm-hmm. And that's always kind of been Android's catch to a degree. Like Apple comes out with new stuff, but I still remember like when the iPhone came where where you finally didn't have to plug it in to sync your contacts. And everyone was like, look at this. This is the greatest thing ever. And it's like I've been doing that since my first Nexus phone five years ago, I mean, why did it take them five years or however many years it was to, to catch up? Um, so yeah, there's, there's lots of history behind that, but getting to today to jump kind of to today, I actually feel like there's not that much excitement around new phones, like the new iPhone and the new pixel phone. I feel like there's not a lot of super cool tech coming out. Um, you know, there's some photo stuff, but overall, I think phones have kind of become bland, in my opinion, as far as the advanced, like the big jumps. Like we've hit a point where there, we don't, we used to have a big jump every year in software and hardware, and now it seems like it, it's much slower. Oh, okay, that's interesting. You would think that because actually, uh, after using Samsung phones for so many years, using all the Galaxies and then even using the the, the Galaxy Flip phone uh, mm-hmm. for a few years, I mean, I, I'm now switching to the Pixel, I, I think it's actually a nine day difference between uh, a Google phone versus a Samsung phone. But I guess since you've been using Google phones for so long, maybe you don't necessarily notice it as much. Or it could be that maybe I wasn't really taking full advantage of my Samsung phones and it's possible they, they were able to handle some of the things that I'm, I'm able to do now. No, I think what I said earlier is vanilla Android is is always been better. Uh-huh. Um, when the phone manufacturers add their own software to it, it slows it down. It creates issues, and so Google's you know part of the reason they made the the Nexus or their Google phone was kind of their developer phone. Mm-hmm. So that's the phone if you if you were creating an app or whatever. It was Google was kind of like, hey, here's a phone. This is the phone you should test your product on. So I always like I always thought like okay, like every app should work better on a on the Google phone because mm-hmm. all apps are tested with it. Yeah. Um and yeah, I had that for I mean we were excited for the first Samsung phone, but I really thought their skin or their take on Android it really sucked. Mm. Um even going from cuz I went from the Motorola which still wasn't vanilla Android. But just going from Motorola to Samsung, it, I was re- I really hated the phone. I didn't like it at all, and I never like that. Kind of taught me the 
if I want the updates and I want the experience, the way the manufacturer designed the software, I'm just going to stick with their phone, whatever it is. And I've been happy with that decision ever since. So when you say like your Samsung phone is night and day, like, I wonder if you went back to your old Samsung phone, do you still have it somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. So power it on and look at what version of software you have on it compared to what's on your pixel. And, And I haven't looked at a Samsung phone in a long time, but you might find it's a couple versions of software behind like two, maybe three, they might've gotten better and they're not as far behind, mm-hmm. but a lot of those big jumps like that, that's why I stuck with the Google phone. Cause mm-hmm. I've had every improvement right away and haven't had to wait years for it. So that could account for some of your realizing like, Oh wow, I can do all this stuff. Well, Samsung might've taken like, they created their own photos app. Mm-hmm. And so they're not using all the great features of the Android photo app, right? So. Yeah, yeah. That's actually one of the little things that I've noticed so far. Just taking pictures, it goes strictly to my uh, Google Photos. So it's already backed up in the cloud, say, mm-hmm. to, to do it, you know, the extra step of sending it to uh, my Google Drive, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I want to go ahead and jump into the the Made by Google uh, presentation that just took place a few days ago. Uh, did you happen to catch it by any chance? I didn't see it. I wanted to, but I didn't have time. Uh, but, you know, it's a funny thing is I thought about that. So I used to watch all of them, mm-hmm. particularly how it used to work with Android was uh, Google did their Google I.O. every year and did all their product announcement and all all their software updates Uh, but they don't do that anymore they still have io and they still go over things but it's no longer the event that it was and so over the years i i don't find myself as interested because now it just seems different to me now it's like oh now here's a product like now they're they're a hardware company now not just they were a software company Mm -hmm. and uh I care more about the software than the hardware. Uh, so I I find myself like last year, I didn't see it. I just found I could watch, instead of having to watch an hour presentation, I can watch, I don't know if there's a guy, uh, MKBHD on YouTube. He's been covering tech since he was eight years old. And like, I just watched his video because he'll kind of break it down and tell you the pros and cons in 10 minutes. So, so I have watched stuff on the phone, but I didn't oh. watch the Google announcement for it oh okay that would have saved me some time even though like you know they, they kind of make it a little flashy and like try and make it like a cool presentation but it, it the whole thing was actually maybe like an hour and a half uh whereas you know yeah like you mentioned there's like condensed versions where they take just the 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 key points and condense it to maybe like 10 15 minutes on youtube yeah but uh but yeah you mentioned yeah so they are in the the hardware business now so i mean they talked about the the pixel pixel buds pro and the pixel watch 2 so I don't mm-hmm. know if those were products you use at all, really, or, or are you just really sticking to the phones? Uh, no, I I actually had an original Motorola watch back in the day. I don't know if you remember it. I think it was still when I was living with you. Um, I found that the watch for me at the time with the job I had, it wasn't that beneficial mm-hmm. for me. And so when that kind of... I kind of damaged that at some point. I hit it on the wall on accident and it broke. And 
Uh, I prefer a regular traditional watch. Um, so I haven't purchased a smartwatch. Yeah, since 2010. Maybe it was when it, or, or a little after that, but um, in earbuds, I never owned Pixel earbuds. I've thought about it, but once again, I, I just watch other people's reviews, and sometimes there's there's better earbuds for a lesser price. Um, I've never pulled the trigger on a pair of uh, Pixel earbuds. Okay, that could be worth looking into, like the, like you said, the reviews of what people say, because the way it was presented, it, it looked pretty cool. I was thinking, oh, wow, those are actually pretty nice. But at the same time, I mean, I think it's best to you'll get hands-on experience or right. accounts from people who actually own the product. So that's why I hope this podcast is hopeful for, I mean, helpful for anybody who's potentially looking to buy a, one of the Pixel phones. But uh, yeah, so so your impressions of the uh, the Pixel Eight? Do you have anything based on what you read online or videos you've seen uh, as far as like uh, the new phone that they're going to be uh, releasing actually next week, right? Yeah, I think you can. Can you pre-order it already? I think you can pre-order now. Yeah. 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 Um, now, like the screen's a little better. There's some minor things. Um, there's a new feature on. So they have the Pro and the regular, like the mm -hmm. Pro phone. I can't remember the, the name of the feature, but it's getting a feature where when you take a photo and it uploads automatically, it does a bunch of processing in the cloud overnight and it'll actually apparently appear in the morning much better. Um, and it's it's a software thing, but it's only available on the Pixel 8 Pro. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, some of the camera stuff, like I'm pretty happy with the pictures I get already. Yeah. Um, so even though it's better, I'm pretty happy with my Pixel 7 camera. And and I assume it's a software thing that they're doing this. So I don't know if you know this or remember, but there was a time where when you bought, I think it was the Pixel 2 or 3, uh, you had unlimited photo backup storage when you bought the phone. So Google has a history of saying, hey, buy our new phone and we'll give you kind of this new free feature that's only available on this phone. So I have a feeling, you know, now everyone gets free backup, not unlimited mm -hmm. uh, at high quality, but uh, they have a history of kind of making these features that are proprietary to a phone. And then in a year or two, they'll kind of release it to more phones of the Pixel brand, at least. So, but no, as I was watching the review of the phone, like if I had, if I had money and could afford it, I'd love to have the new phone because it's slightly better, but I don't think like to your question of, oh, you, you just bought the seven. I don't think there's a lot you would notice in going up to the eight personally, if you could get it, like if they would do it, like I said, if you asked T-Mobile, like, Hey, I just bought it, but now you got a new phone coming out. If they would change it i would do that but i don't think you're really if you don't get it i think you'll still be perfectly happy with your pixel 7 oh very cool very cool well the one feature that i have been playing with uh is the magic eraser which again wasn't available on the, the samsung phones that i had been using right the most recent uh 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 flip three so it's actually been pretty cool i mean i just used it at uh, my avery soccer game you know, just to raise some of the other kids in the picture like oh cool just have her uh some of the the pictures came out just a little bit blurry where i had been erasing so i guess the pixel 8 is gonna fix that so i guess as as you know the technology continues to develop we're gonna get more and more 
clear, like uh, being able to erase properly. But again, the the feature I think is still really, really cool. And then apparently they're going to be adding it to to videos where you can actually uh, eliminate background noise. So like the audio magic eraser is what it was called. So that's yeah. a pretty cool feature too, I think, for for videos. But again, I don't do videos as much as I do pictures. Right. There's improvements in text to speech and like mm-hmm. there's improvements. Yeah. But once again, I think for the average person. I don't know if you're going to notice it that much or how often you'll actually take advantage of that. One of the weird features of the camera I heard was, so you can do a burst, you know, people take four or five pictures at a time. So you try to capture one good one. And apparently you're going to be able to edit it where if you did a burst of photos, you can actually, I don't know how it's going to work, but on the eight pro, like you could go in and select a face from one picture and move it to the picture you want to keep. Which is really weird. I'm curious how that's going to work. But I'm also like, okay, so the more I was thinking about that, Albert, I'm like, even with Magic Eraser, I've never used it personally. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. But to me, I'm like, I kind of like the background stuff has always been there. That's always been part of life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the background stuff is funny. But like, we're hitting a point where like, how many of the pictures we're going to see going forward are actually the real picture. Yeah, that's true. Like when you can change faces and, and erase people, I'm like, it's cool, but I'm like, man, what is that going to mean for everything? All the photos we take and see, like how many of them are real or fake as this technology improves. No, that, that's a valid point for sure. Uh, but actually, I could say for, for family pictures and stuff like that, it's actually kind of cool feature to have, I think, the best take feature where you can change faces. Because when we try and do pictures with the kids, like they never cooperate. And I'm like standing there thinking, oh, come on, Allison, just take a picture. I'm, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I know, but just, just think about. And then just change. So they're smiling. Perfect. Then we just one take and it's good. <laughs> it's just funny, though, but think of all the memories you have of looking at family albums of friends or your own or relatives. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is a great picture, except X kid. And we all laugh at, like you get a laugh out of it. Like, oh, that would be great. But but like what a memory. Like that's the memory is like, oh, yeah, it was it was hard. Like that's the reality of life, not the fake. We edited it. But I totally agree. Like a nicer picture is going to be better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so it will be interesting to see how things continue to progress. But I, I do agree with that point, Nick, of just that uh, it may not be as big of a jump from just year to year. So I think I'm cool of maybe just sticking with a phone for a couple of years and then when the time comes, get the next uh, the next version of it. But yeah, I've been really, really happy with just the Pixel 7 and some of the features that I've noticed uh, that I couldn't do before. Like, for instance, uh, uh, when I send a text message and I'm talking about like a specific event, it can allow you to create an event right there on the spot in your text. Google calendars which I'd never seen before so some seeing something like that which is kind of cool and then also uh if you if you have addresses in your contacts I don't know if you have this or not I used to have I I still have Allison's old address in Hawaii under her Mm -hmm. and it gives me like you know like weather updates and things like that in Hawaii oh yeah Yeah, so I think Google still thinks that Allison is in Hawaii which is kind of funny because I have her address there that's true I've I've seen some of those features I mean there's still so much I don't use every day Part of me is like, oh, I'm not, there's a lot of cool stuff, but in my day-to-day life, I just, it doesn't benefit me for what I'm doing. So it's cool, but I really want, like my frustration with phones is why isn't battery life better? We keep making phones smaller. Like my complaint on hardware is I'll take a bigger phone if I get double the battery life. 
Like it's not going to be bigger than a phone 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So it's still going to be smaller, but like, yeah, this trying to make it super sleek and smooth. I'm like, give me more battery life. And my other complaint is memory. All phone companies have screwed us on memory and phones. You can finally get a, you can get a pixel with the terabyte of memory, but you got to spend an extra couple hundred bucks on it. Like more than it would cost if you bought the terabyte of storage on your own. So, yeah. um, yeah, those are my. I think we could be so much further along if if we have more battery life and more physical storage space. I do a lot of cloud storage, but now they're charging us for more cloud storage. So, like Google Photos used to back up everything at a full size for free. They reneged on that years ago and was like, "Hey, if you're your grandfathered in, you can still have unlimited photos, but uh, we're going to shrink the size and quality of them unless you want to pay more. And so I wish, yeah, I wish, you know, what is your, I'm just curious how much storage is on your phone? Uh, 128 gigs. So, so it's, it's pretty, pretty good size. I, I think that's good amount. Um, I'm, I'm using I, only about maybe like 40, 40 gigs right now. Right. And I, but I think with the modern world we live in where you might download a video, a movie for a kid on your phone, you might want to save music on your phone so that if you have no signal, you still have offline music streaming, like uh, you can save YouTube videos on your phone. So same thing. So if you're offline or on a plane, you're not streaming. I'm like one, you know, for so many years, it was 16 and 32. And then 32 and 64 back when 128 we could have had for like 15 bucks more yeah uh, so i just that's still one of my beefs is now we have a terabyte but now they charge us an arm and a leg for it and i'm like ah you guys uh but yeah just and more sensors okay so one thing the new pixel has basically uh, a temperature sensor built in i don't know if you heard that I saw that in the presentation. Yeah, yeah. You can actually potentially use it as a thermometer on yourself, right? Yeah. Now, I think they're not selling it at that. So MKBHD's review, you actually select like the type of material you're going to want the temperature of. Mm -hmm. Like if it's, I don't remember all the names, but woods, metals. Uh, there wasn't one for human or skin. Oh, so okay. he was kind of saying like, okay, you could... Like, which one would you use? It seemed, my guess is because of COVID, that's kind of where that's going to lead to, mm -hmm. is that you could check your temperature, which I think is awesome. I don't know why it's taken so long to not have more sensors like this in our phones. Ten years ago, like, this stuff was talked about. Um, and it's just taken this long to finally get something like that. I don't understand why, but I, I want more sensors, more battery life, uh, and more storage in my phone. And we could do a lot more with them. Mm -hmm. Would the, the the temperature sensor also work for cooking? I, I was a little confused about that. I, th I think so. But once again, so I, I actually have a temperature gun I use for work. Mm-hmm. I replace people's thermostats and we check to make sure their heating and air is still cooling and warming. And it's a gun you can buy on Amazon for a couple bucks. People use them for cooking. 
and you just point it at something and pull the trigger and it gives you the temperature. It doesn't matter what it's made of. You could point it at wood, metal. So I don't understand why in the phone you have to select the type of material. Um, it could just be that'll be something like a year or two from now they'll figure out because this is new to them. It's a new part in the phone. It's a new software they're creating. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that's where it's going to go is where you'll eventually will be a, there'll be a phone where you point it at anything and it'll tell you that temperature. It also, you have to be really close to it, mm -hmm. which like with my gun, I can, I could point it 20 feet away at something and get the temperature of it. Uh, but all in time. Yeah. I think we will get there for sure. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, one other feature I wanted to bring up that I thought was kind of cool that I just only just recently discovered with the Pixel phone that I have now is uh, so uh, I had to go to my daughter's soccer game without Allison because she had to work and my in-laws wanted to come to the game, but I didn't know the name of the park or the address. I just know where it is because I take her there all the time. So I went there early and then I actually looked it up on Google Maps and Google actually prompted me to actually take like a panoramic picture. And then as soon as I did, it, it did like an actual like pinpoint that the address, the name of the park, everything. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. To my mother-in-law so she can find it. It was it was actually a really, really cool feature. I, I loved it. But at the same time, I guess that's an example of, yes, Google has so much information about us and <laughs> what they're actually doing with it. But uh, but it's still I thought it was a really, really cool feature that I'd never seen before on a phone. So that was one thing that kind of like, you know, really got me excited for using the Pixel phone. Okay, so this has actually been around. This feature has been around since one of the Nexuses. Um, and it was Google Lens, if I remember right, uh -huh. uh, which was like, yeah, point your camera at something and it will search the internet to find out what it is, where it is, mm -hmm. like, point, like point at the San Gabriel Mountains. And it can identify by the tree lines and different variables, mm -hmm. um, like where you are. That's only improved to what you see today, where now it doesn't have to be like a major landmark to identify. Like you can you can point it at a house or anything and it will potentially find it. And then going back years, so this actually came into a privacy concern. Uh, it was so good, Albert, that you could point your camera at a person and it would find them online. Oh, wow. <laughs> and this is years ago. Uh -huh. And so the concern was like stalkers, bad people, mm -hmm. like they could, you could just walk by someone and they don't even know you're pointing your phone at them and it could find them online, like their Facebook, their whatever. Yeah. And you could find out information on them. So the search has been that good for a long time. They, they actually pulled it back and took away that feature of identifying people. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you go, so another cool thing about the Google Photos app, so back when photo the Photos app first came out, uh, I uploaded all of my photos to the Photos app. So Google did an offer where for free, like remember all of our old external hard drives? Used oh, to yeah, yeah. <laughs> copy your, your digital camera photos to your external hard drive to store it. Mm -hmm. So there was a time where Google said, hey, Kind of like they did with Google Music, which when you signed up, you could upload your whole library for free. Yeah. Uh, so they did the same thing for photos. So I actually uploaded my photos going back from my external hard drive. And in the Photos app under under search, 
uh, if you go look at it, it actually will find like people's faces. And if you click on that face, so I tested this with my little brother, Zach. Mm -hmm. I took a picture of Zach, a current picture, and said, find all the images of Zach in my library. And it literally went back to when he was a kid. Like where he doesn't look the same. I mean, he's grown up. Yeah, but it could I like it could take a picture of you now, and if you had photos of your whole life in there, and it will pull all the images of you going back to almost being a baby. Oh wow! <laughs> and so you, like, if you want to look for a photo, uh, like every once in a while, I, I need to find a photo of the Nickmobile to show someone, and I just go type in car, <laughs> and it'll bring up photo. You know, there I have a lot of photos with cars in them, but it just limits the search to only photos with cars in them. Mm -hmm. Um, so. Like facial recognition technology in the Photos app can be beneficial. It's also a little scary sometimes when I do it. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see that. Very nice, man. Very cool. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that that's all the talking points I had for the presentation and for the Pixel phone. I mean, again, just my my recommendation definitely is for the Pixel. But, again, I think those who are hardcore uh, iPhone users, if you love it, you're probably not going to switch but if anybody who's kind of like on the fence or just like, hey, maybe I want to try this phone out, I definitely recommend it. I think it's really, really great. I agree. I no longer, if you're an iPhone person, I no longer tell people, oh, you should switch. Like, I think iPhones are great. Mm -hmm. If you're library and like, that's one of the things about the phone wars that both Apple and Google, we didn't realize at the time, they kind of like locked you in. Like if you had so much money invested in iTunes. Like, why switch? Now you have a whole different thing. You can't access your iTunes on an Android phone easily. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Google. Now, the only difference with Google was you could get an iPhone and log in. Google did come out with apps at some point to log in and watch stuff. One of the negatives of Android is Google releases apps every year. They come out with new features. And then a couple of years later, they change it. So like the Google Play Music is gone. Now it's YouTube. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I miss Google Play Music. It was easier to find my library and other things. It's harder now. Mm -hmm. Same thing with, with movies and videos purchased through Google. Like it used to, they still have their own app. Now they're trying to combine them all in one. I don't think they work as well. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> iTunes, it's all there. It's one spot. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been a huge fan of that either. In fact, uh, so Google Podcast is going to be eliminated. So now you have to do Google's podcast through uh, YouTube Music. Right. Uh, so like, I mean, Google Podcast has been one of my favorite streaming apps. In fact, it's probably my number one for listening because that's what I use. <laughs> right. As far as my own podcast goes. But uh, I think Spotify will probably take its place once it's uh, officially gone. But yeah, so I guess like the changes like that, I, sometimes it's kind of like, you know, I, I like the, the way they was before. I don't understand why you had to change it. Yeah, like so text messaging apps, I, you know, I don't know how many they have now. <laughs> uh, they've always had like two or three Android text messaging apps from Google. Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if you know this, uh, you can actually set it up so that you can text message from the web browser. Oh, yeah. From your phone. Uh -huh. um, so that's a cool feature if you work at an office and it's just nice that you can just click on another tab, send a quick text. It's almost like a doing an instant messenger chat yeah very convenient for people that work at desk so there's lots of little things that and there's stuff we don't even know about because we don't work in a place where we could take advantage of it but oh yeah. yeah if you're an apple person be happy stay with apple if 
If you don't care, you want to try to, I've done Apple and Android. I switched to Apple for work for a while. It didn't work for me. Um, but I went full Apple for like a month and I had nothing but problems with how I'm set up because everything was through Google. You know, I have a Google voice number mm -hmm. um, and Google voice sucked on, on the iPhone. That was the main thing that made me say, all right, I just can't do it. I'm, I'm now missing stuff. So but yeah, if you like it, yeah, I'm fine with trying new things. I think that's actually a good thing because you might miss out on something you don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I definitely don't want to just show blatant favoritism, even though I am pref preferring to use Android devices and Google. So I, I know Google, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Apple did a similar presentation a few months ago. I didn't do an episode about it. So maybe next year I'll, I'll invite Marcelo on to talk about it or anyone else I know who loves Apple. Yeah, once again, I watched a video on the new iPhone. Just uh, the same thing. Like, oh, it's like the software is improved. The hardware, like back years ago, I remember we hit a point with computers where there was like many years where like computers didn't improve that much, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, we kind of hit a point where, and I remember I, when I bought a computer at the time, I was like, you know, if I buy a really good computer, you know, computers used to last like, two years maybe if i buy a really good one this should last me like five mm -hmm. and it's not going to slow down like they used to and i feel kind of like that's where phones are where you buy the pixel you buy the iphone you're going to be happy you're getting a similar experience it's just the software what's your software preference mm -hmm. very cool very cool uh did you have anything else about the the google phones or any other tech stuff you want to talk about or just anything at all no, I think that's good. I mean, we could ramble, but let's not yeah. ramble. That'll be boring. <laughs> well, we definitely have uh, plenty of talking points to go over in the next couple of weeks. So I'm definitely excited to, to have Oh, it. yeah, I know. So no, no comment. <laughs> not, not just yet, but I mean, we're definitely going to get the crew together to talk some uh, certain shows. I think it'll be really fun. Yes. Yes, indeed. Awesome. Okay. Well, there's nothing else for tonight. We'll go ahead and wrap up, but uh, thank you, Nick, for joining me and uh, talking tech again. It's uh, a topic I want to focus on more. It's actually uh, a lot of people I think would be interested in it. And maybe if they learn something new from this podcast, awesome. So hopefully that was, uh, if, hopefully it's been informative for people to listen to us talk about uh, the, the pixel phone. You know, just remember on that, like YouTube, like there's plenty of people that do reviews on products. I generally don't buy any electronic without just watching. I have people I, I like, but then I'll also make sure I watch someone I'm not familiar with just to get a totally different perspective. Cause you're right. People have biases. Mm -hmm. I know my, the people I listen to, I know their biases. So I throw in at least one person. I want to hear the negatives about it. So I'm not surprised by them, mm -hmm. uh, but like MKBHD on YouTube, um, I used to listen to uh, Twit TV, Twit.tv. Uh, they do a lot of shows, or used to. I haven't listened to them in years now. Uh, but they would do a show on Android and all the new releases and how to take advantages of the features. Same thing for Apple. TVs, all of it. So it's all out there online. Just, you know, like a podcast. Just You don't have to watch it. You could even just listen while you're working. Um, that way you make just a better informed consumer purchase no oh, that's absolutely the most uh, important thing that you should always do so very nice cool well that's it then we'll go ahead and wrap up with uh thank you nick and thank you to the listeners uh you've been listening to the casting for fun podcast thanks everybody peace